Hello and welcome to Six Minute Sermons. This is where we explore the Word, learn the truth, and grow in grace six minutes at a time. I'm your host, Cameron O'Daniel. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 14, we have Paul writing to the church in Corinth, and he says this, Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. So this is a pretty short verse, and it's a pretty simple verse if we're talking about how we're able to digest it and understand it. There's not much to it. It is simply, beloved, flee from idolatry. Now, we have to understand the context in which Paul is writing to the church in Corinth. He is writing to them in this whole beginning of chapter 10. He is writing to them about idolatry. He's writing to them about Israel and how Israel struggled with idolatry. I read an article the other, uh, I said the other day, it was probably a few months ago, but uh, it was titled and, and, and it talked about how the Jews in ancient Israel, so from the Old Testament, it was like the, this article had made a, a very new discovery about the, the Jews' religious practice. And it said something to the effect of Jews are not monotheistic for they actually worshiped many gods. And then I also saw a comment from a prominent Christian figurehead, which said, well, yeah, I mean, if you read the Old Testament, you see that they constantly, time and time again, kept going to idols. They kept going away from God the Father, Jehovah, and they were going to these other nations' gods. They were going to other idols. And even as early as the Exodus, we see them leaving Egypt and Moses has gone to the top of Mount Sinai. And what did the people do while he is on top of the mountain? They start worshiping Baal. God has just delivered them from Egypt. He has just split the Red Sea. They have seen this. And yet they go to Baal. And so Paul here in 1 Corinthians 10, he is warning the church in Corinth about idolatry and how it is wrong to serve other idols and, and to worship other idols. But what's interesting about here in 1 Corinthians is that Paul is not talking about idolatry in the sense that the Israelites struggled with idolatry in the Old Testament. He is not suggesting to the church in Corinth that they are worshiping different man-made figures or different statues or, or things like that. But rather, he is talking about idolatry in the sense of idolatry of the heart. If you go back into chapter 10 and, and a little bit before verse 14, he talks about in verse 6, he says, Now these things took place, talking about what happened to Israel, these things took place as examples for us that we might not desire evil as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did. And 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test as some of them did and were destroyed by serpents, nor grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by by the destroyer. So Paul is talking about all of these different examples of sexual immorality, of grumbling, of putting Christ to the test, and he is giving these as examples of the idolatry that the Israelites had in the Old Testament. And so you think about 
idolatry in that sense and you're and, and you may be thinking to yourself well sexual immorality that's not idolatry that's just sin or grumbling is not idolatry that's just sin or even putting Christ to the test even that's not idolatry that's just sin but i think what paul is trying to convey to the church in corinth is that idolatry is not necessarily a matter of is this sin or not but when a person sins, you can be assured that that person is sinning based upon the fact that they have an idol in their heart. Now, what do I mean by this? What I mean by this is take sexual immorality, for example, because that's the example Paul gave. With sexual immorality, that sin of sexual immorality is often a symptom of a deeper idol within a person's heart. For example, if a person is committing sexual immorality, they may have the desire to be loved, or they may have the desire for power, or they may just simply have the desire for pleasure. And those different things are idols in their hearts. If you have an idol in your heart for pleasure, then you will seek pleasure possibly through the means of sexual immorality. So if you get rid of the symptom sexual immorality, if you stop doing, quote, doing that sin, you have gotten rid of that symptom, but you have not gotten rid of the deeper idol within your heart. And so what Paul is suggesting, he is not suggesting that we just put away, or he's not warning that we just put away these different sins. But rather, he is imploring the church in Corinth to not just put away sins, but to get rid of idolatry in their hearts. He is imploring them to get rid of idolatry because the deep-seated roots of sin is always idolatry. And so for us as believers today in the 21st century here in America or wherever you are listening, we who sin and struggle with sin, it is not just a matter of doing those acts as individual actions of sin, but it is a matter of deep-seated, rooted idolatry in our hearts that must be uprooted and replaced with an awe and a glory of God. People are worshipers, and whatever we are worshiping in our heart is what will be manifest in our actions. And so remove idolatry, flee from idolatry, and replace it with the worship of the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you and we praise you for the fact that you open our eyes to idolatry, and I pray that we would flee from it and remove it from our lives so we may more honor you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you like six-minute sermons, leave a review or subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts.